0: Let us offer our most prayerful and reverential salutations at the lotus feet of our most beloved Bhagwan. Dearest Lord, Please bless us so that we learn to distinguish between what is appealing to you and what is not satisfactory to you and determine to walk on the path laid down by you. With this prayer, Let's move on and welcome to a fresh episode of Radio Sai Bhajan Classroom. Today we have a bhajan which adores our beloved Bhagwan as Lord Vithala. This bhajan is in the language Sanskrit and the first line goes like this.
1: Vithala
2: Narayana
0: So that is the bhajan we will be learning now. So let's begin by getting familiar with the lyrics and then we'll move on to the tune, the raga, the meaning of its every word and in the end we will listen to a former student of Bhagwan's university, Brother Balram Chandran, sharing his insights and his reflections on Sai Bhajans.
1: Vithala Narayana Narayana Hari Narayana विठल नारायण मधुसूदन नारायण हे शेष शयन नारायण नारायण हरि नारायण विठल विठल पांडुरंग विठल 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 परती रंग विठल विठल Vithala, Sai,
0: Ranga, now that we know the lyrics, let's move on to learning how to sing this bhajan. You will first hear brother Ravi Kumar sing every line without any musical accompaniments. Then you will hear brother Anirud follow him after every line. You too, dear listeners, please join Anirudh.
1: This bhajan is being sung in the scale C Pancham. Vitthala Narayana
2: Vithala. Harina raya na. Panduranga Vitthala, Panduranga विठल परतिरंग विठला विठल विठल परतिरंग विठला विठला विठल साई रंग साई
0: so Ravi Kumar and Anirudh gave a demonstration of how this bhajan flows. Such a melodious, powerful tune. And now for those who are connoisseurs of music, let us learn a little more about the composition of this bhajan. Anirud is here with us in the studio. So tell us Anirud which is the Raga behind this beautiful composition? Sairam Vishal? Sairam. No wonder it is a
2: wonderful tune, beautiful melody. And I guess this bhajan is in the Raga Desh. Okay. Uh, the notes flow like Desh Raga. And uh, it's a very patriotic uh, feel which this Raga gives actually because we have many songs many songs especially this uh,
0: nationalistic fervour on in Desh Raga yeah.
2: yes. and may, perhaps that's why this the, the name itself is Desh, Desh which yes. is very patriotic yes and uh, no doubt everybody would have heard this composition Vande Mataram Vande Mataram
0: Beautiful melody. Amazing. It's very sublime also. Yeah.
2: And it has uh, so much depth in it. Yes. The richness, the depth is there in the raga. And uh, you have the notes. Mm-hmm. Sari. Ri Ris Shudri. Ma. Pa. Ni. While going upwards, you have Shudni. Ni to and while descending, sa ni, ni is komal ni ni one. Dha pa dha is shuddha ma ga ga is shuddha re sa. So you have all the seven notes while coming down, and while going up you have sa re ma pa ni. The glide in this raga is beautiful, and you can find this glides in soja. Uh, In many places in these compositions and bhajans Companies a-
0: on to the swara sanirud.
2: Yeah, we'll do the lines one yeah. by one. Yeah. So the first line.
0: <laughs>
2: Vitthala Narayana, Rima Marisa, Rima Rima Pani Sanisa, Rima Marisa, Rima Rima Pani Sanisa. again we come back to the first line we will go to the next line madhusudana narayana panire re ni ni Nee 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 samogari, pani saree ree ree ga sa sa gari. Nee 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 samogari, na raya na harina raya na. Nee ra nee sa sa, sa 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 pani dapa. Nee 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 sa 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 pani ree In the third speed we have these lines Vithala Panduranga Ni 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 sa zaza, paapa, nee nee sa nee 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 sa pa pa ni ni sa 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 ni 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 sa 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 pa pa ni ni sa 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 Vitthala Vitthala Panduranga Vitthala Re 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 nee da pa 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 re sa 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 Re 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 nee da Papa is as sa, Taylor, with the Runga, Vittala Taylor. Papa, papa,
0: And I guess, Anirudh, there are many other bhajans in this raga. Yeah, Desh is a very uh, popular
2: in many bhajans like Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram. Beautiful melody. Also, you have bhajans like. uh,
0: Amazing. So, what is the beat of the bhajan? Let's round up with the discussion on the beat.
2: Yeah, the beat of this bhajan is uh, as usual the 8th beat,
0: Adi Talam. And uh, it is a medium fast bhajan. I think given that it goes to the third speed, you can all also sing it towards the end of the bhajan session. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, the count is 1. Two,
2: three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, bit, bit,
0: bit, narayana It's very recharging bhajan, isn't it? It's very vibrant. Yeah, very vibrant and colourful. Colourful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Shani Rud and Arvind Sai. Thank, Thank you, Bhishu. Sai Ram. So now we are familiar with the lyrics, the raga and the tala of this bhajan. And now, let's move on to understanding the inner feeling with which the bhajan should be sung. So that we can offer it to our Lord with heartfelt devotion. We begin with the first line.
1: Vithala Narayana
0: Vithala is a combination of wit and Thala. Wit means brick and Thala means standing. Vithala is the name for the Lord who stands on a brick. Now why did the Lord assume this pose? And what is the story behind this fascinating Leela of the Lord? Well, this dates back many centuries ago to an event that occurred in the blessed city of Pandharpur in the Indian state of Maharashtra, although it was not called Pandharpur at that time. The city probably became a spiritual hub after this incident. There was a devotee of the Lord by name Pundalika. He was very devoted to his parents too. But something changed once he got married and he began ill-treating his parents. And soon, father and mother could not bear this suffering under their son and daughter-in-law and they decided to leave for the holy city of Kashi. Given the pathetic state they were in at home, they decided that it would be better for them to stay some other place and in a spiritual place like Kashi, they thought would be the ideal place for them to spend their last moments. But when Pundalika heard about his parents' travel plans, he said that he would join them along with his wife. So the entire family started this journey and Pundalika during this journey made sure that his parents did all the hard work. He made his parents walk while he rode on horseback and in the evenings he made them groom the horses for the next day's journey. The woes of the parents never ended. One day they reached the hermitage of a pious sage. And since they were exhausted, the family decided to stay there for a few days. That night, Pundalika had a remarkable vision. He saw that just before dawn, a group of ladies, radiant and beautiful but dressed in soiled clothes, entered the ashram. And then, he saw them clean the floor, fetch water and even wash the clothes of the Venerable Sage. After this, he saw them go to the prayer room. And when they emerged from the prayer room, their clothes were now spotlessly clean. And then, in the blink of an eye, they disappeared. Somehow this vision kept playing in Pundalika's mind the whole of the next day. And so the next night too, he remained awake and alert, curious to see if his vision would repeat. It did. Curiosity got the better of him and Pundalika now approached the ladies and asked them who they were. And these ladies replied that they were indeed the sacred rivers of India, Ganga, Yamuna, Saraswati, Kaveri and so on. The holy rivers explained that their clothes were soiled because pilgrims take a dip in them to wash away their sins. And then they added, But O Pundalika, you with your ill treatment to your parents are the greatest sinner among all of them. And when Pundalika heard this, He was so shocked, he was completely broken. And this marked a change in his consciousness. He realized his misdeeds and from then on, he became so devoted to his parents that he went to any extent, even risking his life to ensure their comfort. Every day, he used to attend to the needs of his parents and sleep only after they slept. One evening, The Lord Himself manifested to bless Pundalika. Pundalika knew that the Lord was standing at the entrance of his house, but he was at that time massaging the feet of his parents and they had not yet slept. So he continued serving his parents, he did not leave them and go to have the darshan of the Lord. But what he did was he gently pushed a brick to the door of the house and he requested the Lord to accept that as a seat and be seated on it till he completed serving his parents. And the Lord most graciously did so. He stood on the brick with his arms akimbo that is arms on his hips and a beautiful smile on his lips. When Pundalika finally went to the Lord after his parents had slept, he pleaded forgiveness for making the Lord wait so long for him. But the Lord was least upset. In fact, the Lord was so extremely pleased with the devotion that Pundalika had towards his parents that he blessed him profusely. And the benevolent Lord told Pundalika, "Oh, Pundalika, ask for a boon anything and I will grant that to you. And Pundalika, the blessed devotee said, O Lord, just as you have blessed me, just as you have showered your grace on me, shower your grace on all the devotees. Please stay back on earth so that everyone can see you, worship you and earn your grace and the lord acceded to this sincere and heartfelt request and that is how he continued to remain standing on that brick and that is how he came to be known as vitala he came to be adored as vitoba meaning the lord who stood on a brick teaching an eternal lesson to humanity about duty to one's parents the lord did not mind waiting for hours to bestow a boon on such a noble soul. That is the story behind the name Vitala. And the word Narayana is another name of Lord Vishnu. Vitala is himself considered an incarnation of Vishnu. Narayana is actually the conjunction of two words, Nara and Ayana nara means water and ayana means resting place so narayana means the one whose resting place is water or ocean in fact lord narayana is most often depicted as the one reclining on the ocean of milk well that is the superficial meaning of the name narayana the word Nara can be further interpreted as Na and Ra. Ra means to perish and Na means no. So Nara means that which does not perish. And this refers to the Jivatmas or the living entities or the individual souls because the soul never dies, it only moves on. So in this sense, Narayana means the one whose Ayana or resting place is in all Naras or living entities. To put it differently, Narayana is the one who abides in every being. He is the all-pervasive Lord. So in this line, Vithala, Narayana, we call out to the Lord who would go to any extent to bless his devotee, the one who is most pleased when one serves their parents, the one who is all-pervasive. Let's move on to the second line. And this is sung in two variations of tune.
2: Narayana Hari,
0: Narayana Hari is another name of Lord Narayana. Hari means remover or destroyer. Hari also means one who is green in color. Because Hara, the root word of Hari means green. In fact, in the Mahabharata, Krishna says, my superior complexion is green and therefore I am called Hari. Now why is the Lord the green complexion one? Well, the sight of green gives a feeling of peace to the mind. It is nature. And what is nature but the Lord's reflection. So the Lord is green. The Lord is Hari. The Lord is the only one who can grant us that peace. So in this line, Narayana, Hari Narayana, we adore the all-pervasive Lord who destroys the hurdles on our spiritual path and who fills us with supreme peace. Let's move on to the third line.
1: Narayana.
0: This is a repeat of the first line where we call out to the Lord using his beautiful name of Vithala and Narayana. We move on to the fourth line.
1: Madhusudana
0: Narayana now, Madhusudana is another name of Lord Narayana. It can be split into Madhu and Sudana. It is one of the thousand names of the Lord in the sacred Vishnu Sahasranamam. Madhu is the name of an evil demon and Sudana means to destroy. Lord Vishnu bears this name because according to ancient Indian culture and spirituality, he slayed a demon called Madhu. Madhu is also a term used in Indian philosophy to refer to the fruits of actions. Since the Lord destroys the effects of the fruits of actions on those who meditate on him, he bears the name Madhusudana. But Baba also says that Madhu means something which is sweeter than honey and for human beings what is sweeter than honey? Our egos. And it is the Lord alone who can completely destroy our ego and that is why He is adored as Madhusudhana. So in this line, Madhusudhana, Narayana, we bow down to the omnipresent one who slayed the demon Madhu, the one who kills our ego and one who purifies us and the one who is present everywhere, Narayana. Let's move on to the fifth line. Here the word He is a manner of calling out endearingly to a person. Sesha means serpent and Shaina means to recline. Lord Vishnu is said to recline on a five-hooded or seven-hooded serpent and that is Sesha Shaina Narayana and what does this mean? This refers to how the Lord subdues our evil tendencies all the poison that the snake represents is completely sublimated in the company of the Lord even poisonous serpent in the company of the Lord become objects of worship the Lord reclines on them that is the power of Lord's love. So that is the meaning of He Sesha Shayana Narayana. Let's move on to the last line, which is sung in two variations.
2: Narayana Hari
0: Narayana. Again, this is a line familiar to us, and here we bow down in reverence to the Lord who is adored by the names Narayana and Hari. Let us now move on to the lines which are sung in the third speed of the bhajan. We begin with the first line, which is sung in two variations of tune.
1: Vithala, Vithala,
0: Panduranga, Vithala. Panduranga can be split as Pandu meaning white and Ranga means color. So Panduranga means the one who is of white complexion. The statue of Lord Vithala is always dark in color but the name Panduranga means the white complexion one. So why this contradiction? Well, many consider Lord Vithala as a form of Lord Shiva, and since Shiva is worshipped as Panduranga, Vithala too has that name. Moreover, there is a general agreement among linguists that the word Vithala is actually a derived form of Vishnu. With change of time, dialect and location, the word Vishnu slowly changed into Vitthu and then to Vitthu and then to Vitalu and followed by Vitthalu and finally Vitthala. Similarly the Lord's concept Lakshmi too changed into Lakma, Lakama, Rakhama and finally Rakuma. So Lord Vishnu and Lakshmi came to be worshipped in Pandarpur as Vitthala and Rakumai and Vishnu is the resplendent white complexion Lord. And that is why Vitala is Panduranga. So in this line, we call out with all our heart and soul to that Vitala, to that resplendent, effulgent one, Panduranga. Let's move on to the second line, which is also sung in two variations of tune.
1: Vithala, vithala, vithala.
0: Here the only new word is Parthi. Which refers to Puttaparthi, the sacred hamlet chosen by Lord Sri Satthisai. There's a beautiful anecdote recorded in the book Sri Satthisai Anandadai, written by Mrs. Karunamba Ramamurthy, a long standing devotee of Bhagwan. In April 1949, Mrs. Karunamba's mother went to Puttaparthi and stayed there for a month. During her stay, two college students from Chennai came there. Bhagavan had appeared in their dreams and told them that he had incarnated there and he had also told them to come for his darshan. So they located Puttaparthi with great difficulty and reached the place. This was 1949. They were in fact earnest spiritual seekers. And so Bhagwan sent word through Mr. Seshakiri Rao, the first priest of Prasanthi asking to receive these boys and told Seshagiri Rao that these boys should take bath in the river before entering the mandir. And when the boys went to the river Chatravati, they saw two divine feet with bejeweled anklets leading them with enchanting sounds. As they walked, they saw these two feet in front of them. And after their shower, they started washing their clothes. And as they were doing this, they were again blessed with a wonderful vision of Panduranga in the form of a small boy. And now this little boy would clutch his pitambara or his yellow coloured dress and move away to avoid the splashing water to fall on his dress. And sometimes he would come near these boys when there was no splashing and then he would go back. So there was this beautiful boy who was playing with them. The boys were amazed at what was happening to them in Puttaparthi. They started praising Lord Vitthala and they started walking towards mandir and as they began returning to mandir again they saw these two feet with the sound of anklets which was leading them up to the mandir and once they reached mandir these feet disappeared. And by that time, Bhagwan, dressed in his beautiful clothes, was waiting in the hall to welcome them. And as soon as they saw Bhagwan, they just dropped their washed, wet clothes and rushed towards him. They hugged him, they praised him, and they started crying. They just could not leave Bhagwan. And Bhagwan stood there simply smiling, all in smiles and hearing this commotion, other devotees in the mandir rushed and seeing the devotees, Bhagwan tried to free himself, extricate himself from the boys but he just could not because one of the boys said, you thief, you are avoiding everybody, you have come from heaven to on earth, you are the avatara, you are wearing a ochre robe and you are concealing your divinity. Oh Krishna, oh Gopala, why have you grown such hair on your head? Your hair resembles that of Shiva. You dress like Krishna and you look majestic like Rama. Whom do we take you to be? We cannot be without you. You are Krishna. You are Krishna. How fortunate we are to see you in human form. They were saying all this and they were just hugging Swami. Not leaving Bhagwan at all. And in fact, one of these brothers turned towards devotees and said, Believe my words, do not leave him. If you leave him, you will not get him again. He is Madhava. He is fooling you by acting like a manava. Do not waste this golden opportunity. Fulfill your lives. I know him very well. In fact, listening to these words, all the devotees started weeping. And Bhagwan, the mischievous self that he is, he started saying, Oh, don't believe this boy. He is mad. Why do you believe his words and simply weep? Bhagwan was trying to change the mood of the situation, but these boys were weeping and all the devotees too were crying. But actually, before the boys arrived in Puttaparthi, Bhagwan had himself told everyone that two great philosophers, great spiritual seekers were coming and Swami said that he was anxiously waiting for them. And that is why even though Bhagwan was joking at that moment, all the devotees knew who these two boys were. They just stood there watching these boys weep and after some time Bhagwan somehow freed himself from their grasp and he consoled them lovingly. He asked the devotees to get food and he ate with them in the same plate. And then he took them to his room. He talked to them for a long time and then sent them away the next day. So that is the Panduranga. That is Sai Vithala the Lord of Pandarpuru, who is now the Lord of Puttaparthi. Let us salute the Lord of Puttaparthi, who is adored by the names Vithala and Ranga. That is the meaning of this line. Let's move on to the last line of the third speed, which is also sung in two variations of tune.
1: Vithala,
2: vithala, Sai Ranga, Vithala.
0: Mrs. Saunderya Krishnamurti is the spiritual coordinator in the state of Tamil Nadu in the Sai organization. And she has a very long and wonderful association with Bhagwan for more than 40 years. She narrates a wonderful experience that her paternal grandmother had. Now this grandmother was a devout soul and was fortunate enough to spend nearly a whole month in close proximity with Shirdi Baba and witness his glory and divine play. Every year this lady conducted week-long bhajans on Lord Vitthala and then proceeded to the holy shrine of Pandharpur in Maharashtra. On one of her pilgrimages to Pandharpur, she broke her journey at Shirdi to have Baba's darshan because she had heard so much about Baba and when they went to have Baba's darshan, Baba asked them to stay for a few more days before proceeding to Pandarpur. He actually made them stay almost a month and even after he finally consented to their leaving, he stalled them until the next day. And only later did the grandmother come to know that Baba actually saved her from falling prey to a band of robbers who had waylaid the pilgrims on the way to Pandarpur the day she had originally planned to leave many were in fact seriously injured on that day. The Grandmother thanked Baba with tears in her eyes and only with His divine blessings she took leave of Him and continued her journey to Pandharpur. Mrs. Sunderya Krishnamurti says such was the compassion and love of Shirdi Baba. He loved, protected, guided and showered His grace on His devotees and we are witness to the same great love in the present incarnation Shri Sattisai, at Puttaparthi. Vitala, Vitala, Sai Ranga Vitala. Let's adore the Supreme Lord who chose in this time Puttaparthi and the name Satya Sai. It is interesting that Bhagwan himself travelled to the state of Maharashtra and visited the shrine of Vitala and Rakumai way back in the 1960s. So with this, dear listeners, we have gained some idea of the inner meaning of every word of this bhajan and now let's listen to the complete version of this bhajan as sung by the students of Bhagwan's University in the Prasanthi Nilam Mandir. the last part of this program here is a small excerpt of a conversation with brother Balram Chandran, a former student of Bhagawan's University, a member of the Prashanti Bhajan group and now a member of the Sundaram Bhajan group too in Chennai.
3: Can you share some insights about how to cultivate bhao? Uh Methods brother, these are again none of these are my methods uh, but I'm saying uh, what I've heard over a period of time is one various methods to this I think one method which I try and follow I must admit that all these I'm a student on this path I would say I'm learning these I fail most often these are just things which I try to practice Uh, one is of course what I think I had an occasion to share before about we visualizing a story uh, because that's left to your imagination you have a bhajan and I think today I realize a good percentage of bhajans you could actually do that you could actually visualize a story one thing I found very useful is the more you read the lives of, I think, saints, I think a Mirabai or a Bhakta Ramdas or a Tyagaraja Swami, I think, had, have greater relevance today for us. Because I would, you know why? Because we saw a lot. Now, if you see Tyagaraja, no, Rama was a concept for him. Yes. I mean, of course, he's, he experienced it later. For Meera, she, yeah. it was a concept. Ramadas had to stay so many years in jail he just had to apologize to come out now he said that Lord which he had not even seen which was a concept to him would come and save him and thus did not apologize and didn't want to come out now those people, I think if you read more about them or read uh, anything from the Puranas, you pick up the story of Jatila, for instance, where Swami talks about the story of Jatila, that boy who, who wanted to, who had, did not, who grew up just with his mother, his mother was bringing up, he had no siblings and he had to cross that huge forest to reach his Gurukul and he would be scared. And then his mother told him, just to give him some confidence, told him that don't worry, you've got a brother. Okay, and his brother's name is Gopala. So he said that, so whenever you're scared, you call out him. And this boy genuinely believed in this and would actually start calling out. And then the Lord actually appeared who would accompany him daily. Yes. So we've heard Swami say this story. So uh, there's one more version of the story where uh, the mother had said his name is not Gopala. His name is Madhusudana. So whenever I try to sing uh, this bhajan, uh, Krishna Madhusudana Madhusudana Krishna Krishna Madhusudana Madhusudana Krishna So somewhere sometimes I I try to imagine that I'm actually Jatila so if the more you read stories from I think the Puranas from the epics or from the lives of great ones I think an insight comes which actually helps you to sing in a very inspired way so one is to create so I'm saying that one if you want to create stories uh, you know somehow I am realizing one thing with Swami it's a package deal I don't think you can say I will do only this. Yeah. Because if you see the nine-point code of conduct, now you have to read la-sai literature and generally spiritual literature regularly if you have to do the other bit. Exactly. Now if you see somewhere sealing on desires come in, everything come in. So it's a package deal. I think you do all that. I think for a bhajan singer that becomes very essential. The more we read, the more ideas come to you. And suddenly one word, brother, can actually yeah. kind of spark off an entire uh, budget. So that is one method about scenarios. And to, I think fuel scenarios we'll have to keep reading.
0: So that was Brother Bal Chandran, an alumnus of Bhagawan's University, a very blessed musician and a gifted singer. And with that, we come to the end of the present episode of Radio Sai Bhajan Classroom. We hope you enjoyed it. The audio engineers for this program are Sunil and Abhishek. T.S. Ramakrishnan, another alumnus from Chennai, has lovingly done the background music. If you have any queries or comments, please feel free to write to listener at radiosci.org. With lot of gratitude we offer this endeavor at the lotus feet of our beloved Bhagwan